You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome back to Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and today I'm going to be answering a question focused around insomnia. So Eden in Nashville writes, I have had insomnia for decades. When I was a kid, I was worried that my parents would pack up and leave, so I would force myself to stay awake. Sleep started to carry negative connotations. What healing or work do I need to focus on to reconcile my relationship with sleep? This is a great question. So I pulled three cards and... The first card that I want to talk about is the Eight of Swords. So the Eight of Swords represents qualities that we have in our mind. The Swords is the air element, and it's all about how we think. In this card specifically, Eights are really about transformation. So the first thing that we can focus on is transforming the way that you've been thinking about this issue. And in the eight, we have a tendency to feel stuck, to feel like there's no movement and we're trapped in a situation that we can't find our way out of. I think about it as being trapped in a room and we keep trying and trying and trying the door. We just can't get out. But the window has been open the whole time and we just didn't know it, right? So it's a really optimistic card when you think of it that way and that the only thing holding us back is is our perception and we just haven't seen the right perspective yet. So I see this card as an invitation for you, Eden, to start to look deeper into the thoughts and the beliefs and the perspective that you have around your sleep. And really invite yourself to choose a new perspective and give yourself permission to heal around this wound with your sleep. Now, when it comes to the mind, it's a powerful, powerful thing. And it can really affect the body. And if we've had trauma in our past, anyone who suffered from anxiety or any form of panic or trauma knows that even though rationally we are in a safe space, the body doesn't always think that. And so we get frozen in the state of trauma and we haven't remembered or realized how to shake that off. And I say shake that off because if you watch an animal in the wild and it goes through a traumatic experience, like it's being hunted, it would lay down and play dead and it would freeze. And then if you watch after the situation is over, the animal stands up and it shakes its whole body. It kind of shakes off the experience and that shaking also helps to release the adrenaline and the cortisol, right? That was stored in the muscles at that time. So it's really not only a mental thing, but it's a very physical thing. Our body remembers that state of trauma and part of us stays frozen in that state. And so there's a story. There's a story attached to this. And how can you look deeper into that story? What happens is we 
think to a certain point and then the fear kind of climaxes and then we end the story there right where we were frozen. And so what I invite you to do, Eden, is try to finish out that story. So if the story is, I can't go to sleep, if I go to sleep, I won't be safe. That's usually where you'll stop, right? But try to continue the story. If I go to sleep, I won't be safe, and then something could happen, and then I'll be disappointed. I'll be scared. I'll be afraid. I'll be unsafe. I'll be unsupported. I'll be not taken care of. Finish the end to the feeling that's associated with that story so that you can heal the feeling behind it, whether it's grief or disappointment or fear. Let yourself work with those emotions slowly, but first just identify them, right? Because whatever is at the end of that storyline, you can handle it now. Maybe you couldn't as a child, but now as an adult, you can. And now as an adult, you get to care for the inner child who wasn't able to be cared for at that time. So that really is going to give you a shift in perspective. Now, the second card I pulled for you is the Six of Cups. And the Six of Cups is about childhood memories and nostalgia. And it's generally about finding balance in this way. And the feeling I get from this card, Eden, is for you to go back to that time when you felt unsafe in your sleeping and when you would force yourself to go and stay awake. And again, start to change the storyline by addressing that wounded inner child. And when I do healing work with the inner child, I love to address the feelings that happened when you were in that state and then address yourself as you are now. So a meditation that I like to do is one where I will sit with my inner child meaning sit with myself. I imagine myself at a young age, and you could pick any age, any age in which you felt victimized, and I speak as her. And so I might say, I feel scared. And then I imagine myself as I am now, and I turn that statement of victimization into a statement of empowerment. So I say, I am scared, and now I am strong and independent. So whatever that state created in your mind and you were able to overcome it, and now because of that, you are strong and empowered. And you can pick different ages and just turn that statement of victimization for each age into an empowered statement for the woman that you have become now so that you are actively nurturing yourself in the place where you are now. You're actively looking at your inner child and letting her know that you're here and you're going to support her no matter what. Because sometimes we can play out a story where the, the problem, right, this, this problem, this insomnia, this lack of sleep is causing you 
to be bad or wrong, right? And then we we shame ourselves for the incident and it just keeps the cycle going. And you're really ready now, Eden, to stop this cycle. Now, the last card that I pulled for you is the six of pentacles. And the pentacles are all about the earth suit. And so now I'm thinking, seeing this card in reverse, it shows me that there's a little bit of work to do in grounding into the physical body. So this is just some practical work that you can do to ease into and nourish your body and your nervous system before bed every night so that you start this really beautiful bedtime routine that you love and that makes you feel supported and nourished. Now, I myself have had sleep issues and in a similar way uh, related to a traumatic event. And so I pay a lot of attention to my bedtime routine. I'm going to give you some tools that I like to use, but feel free to adapt this to whatever feels good for you. So for a few hours before bed, I always do a few things, especially if I know I may be feeling a little anxious or a little nervous before going to bed. One thing I love to do is Abhyanga massage. It's an Ayurvedic technique in which you massage the entire body with oil. I also include essential oils into the sesame oil that I use. Sesame is very, very grounding, but you can also use coconut oil or grapeseed oil, argan oil, whatever feels best for your skin. And I add lavender and vetiver and a little bit of nutmeg essential oil because these have relaxing and grounding properties. And I spend about 20 minutes massaging my body. And this helps to not only relax the body, it moves lymph, it's great for circulation. There's so many physical benefits, but I also believe that it helps to strengthen your energetic barrier, right? So the skin is our physical barrier with the world. And it softens and nourishes the skin, and it also helps to nourish our external barrier and helps us to feel more safe. And it can really help with emotional release. Sometimes, if I want to be a little extra, I'll go ahead and look at myself in the mirror while I'm doing my upper body and repeat some really loving, nourishing affirmations. And then after I finish that, I let the oil soak in and I take a long bath. Now, some great exercises for sleep, you can do a yoga nidra. This is a meditation practice lying down, and you can find a specific yoga nidra that is designed for helping you go to sleep. But nidra in Sanskrit means sleep, and it's meant to bring us into the subconscious and the unconscious mind at the same time so that the body can deeply relax. This would be a wonderful thing to do while lying in bed at night to help you drift off to sleep. There's also many, many herbs that you can use to help relax the body and nourish the system. I'm not an herbalist, so I don't want to recommend anything specific, 
but there are wonderful blends for calming the nervous system. If you're here in Nashville, which I believe you are, you can check out High Garden Herbs for that. I also like to use an herbal-infused nausea oil. This is another Ayurvedic technique, um, and you can find it from an Ayurvedic specialist. Uh, I do know one here in town as well. And I'll include that information in the show notes, but you basically just take a few drops in through the nose and sniff it up into the sinus cavities and the herbs work again to help relax and nourish the system. So for about an hour or two before bed, taking and incorporating some very specific exercises that include a little bit of movement, maybe a yoga. If you're going to do yoga, I would do a yin or a restorative yoga. Maybe the massage, the long bath. Maybe you'd like to journal or read, but let it be consistent. This is something that you want to do every single evening, at least five nights a week, so that you can start to really incorporate this routine and make these physical changes that you have positive associations with. Okay, I hope that this helps Eden, and I hope that it helps all of you out there as well. And stay tuned for the second portion of the show, and I'll give you guys a little tarot scope for the first half of May. Take care, everyone. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second portion of the show. So I'm going to start with just a few announcements before we get into the forecast for the next few weeks. I am launching a new program, and it's all about finding your purpose. It's going to start in mid-May. And it's a three-week live digital course and intensive, which is going to help you find clarity and really give you tools to make and take action on your purpose. So we're going to use tarot, meditation, some energy work, and we're really going to hone in on the areas where you feel stuck and what holds you back from living your best life. So if you're interested in that, go to my website. It's under courses. I'll be promoting it on my Instagram. I send it out my newsletter. I also added some great medicine for Taurus season on my blog, so you can check that out. It's at hollydramey.com. I book both Reiki and tarot sessions online here in Nashville as well as via the web. So you can find all of that on my website. And let's get right into the forecast now. So we have a few things going on this month. The first is a new moon coming up this Saturday. We're in Taurus season now for about a week. And Taurus is an earth sign. So if you're a Taurus, happy birthday. Taurus is a beautiful earth energy. And coming out of that fire energy, this might feel a little more grounding and a little more stable for some of you. 
So some of the things that we look at in Taurus season are our relationship to the earth. And the earth element is the root chakra in yoga. And in the root chakra, we're looking at everything tangible. So this is our physical body. This is our connection to our ancestors. This is the actual earth and nature and our relationship to that, as well as our relationship to our safety, our security, our sense of home, and our sense of family. So these are all themes that you can look at this month and work on your relationship to Mother Earth, your relationship to feeling safe in the world, your relationship to being able to feel at home no matter where you are, to create home within yourself, both internally and externally. So the first card I pulled for us is the Eight of Cups. I'm using the Wild Unknown deck by Kim Kranz, and the imagery is really dark. It's a big black mountain, and at the bottom of the card, there are eight cups, and they're all smashed and broken. Now, the first week, this is today through Friday, we're in a waning moon. So this Eight of Cups energy is going to be for the waning moon period of what we can release and what we can let go of. And what this card speaks about are the things that do not support us emotionally. So in the Eight of Cups, all the cups are broken because we're no longer being emotionally fulfilled. So this is a time when we can walk away from the things that no longer serve us in the emotional realm. We outgrow things. We outgrow people. We outgrow our jobs. We outgrow ways of thinking, ways of being in the world, our beliefs, right? So it's time to really shed that before we move into planting seeds for the new moon on Saturday. So whether what you're walking away from is an internal situation or an external situation, I urge you to take time to think it through, and to see what holds you back from making that decision if it's a tough one. The mountain to me in the image is representative of why we can stay. We don't want to climb that mountain. We can't see what is on the other side of it. And so often we can stay in things for a long time, for far longer than we should, and for a long time while being emotionally unfulfilled within those things. So if you've ever stayed in a job that felt like it was sucking your soul or a relationship that just didn't feel right anymore, but you stayed with it for longer than you should because you didn't feel ready, right? There's that fear of like, oh man, if I lose this relationship, what if I never find love again? If I leave this job, what if I don't find a better one? Those what ifs are what really hold us back. But you really need to ask yourself, is it worth staying in something unfulfilling or taking the risk and having the courage to climb into the unknown and see what happens? This is the energy that we really need to embody this week is to have the courage to walk away and risk moving into the unknown. I promise you what's on the other side will be worth it. Okay, so the second card that I pulled for us is a card for the new moon energy. Now, when we're in a new moon phase, 
This is when the moon is completely dark in the sky. This is when there's less gravitational pull. The soil or the water in the soil is very low. So traditionally, farmers would plant seeds during this time. And metaphorically, I plant seeds of intention on the new moon. I hold a new moon ceremony every month in Nashville. If you live here, check it out. It's going to be in East Nashville this Saturday on the 4th, and we'll gather together and we will set our intentions. So that being said, the card that I've pulled is also a cups card, and it's the queen or the mother of cups. Now, the cups are the suit of water and the suit of emotion. So I love seeing this after the eight of cups because once we have the courage to walk away from the things that aren't serving us, then we step into our queendom, into our rulership of the emotional realm. This queen is so in tune with her emotional world. She is loving. She is nurturing. She is deeply empathic and empathetic and compassionate. You want to be around her. She is the epitome of self-love, self-care, and then she's able to extend that out to others. Some people connect her to the high priestess because that sensitivity to her emotional realm is so deep. She is psychic. She is so empathic that she can tune in to the feelings of herself and her own needs as well as that of others. And so she's a natural healer. She's a natural caregiver. And this is the energy that's available for us in this new moon if we're willing to do the work of shedding that which is not fulfilling to us emotionally. It is a true act of self-care to set strong boundaries and walk away from the things that don't satisfy you. We only have this one life to live, you guys. We've got to put on our crowns and rule and do what is best for us in the moment. And we have to risk the unknown. We have to face our fears. We have to risk the fact that other people may not like us. Other people may not agree with what we're doing. Other people may even be hurt or offended at us walking away from them. Or a job, hmm, they might be a little bit upset too. But that doesn't concern you. What concerns you is your own heart and what you really value and what you really need and having the courage to go for it even if it means that you're not the most popular person in the world. But I assure you, you will be because you'll be living a true and authentic life. And once you step into that role, you will be fulfilled and the universe will reflect that back to you by bringing new people, new situations, and new things into your life that vibe with you at that higher frequency. Okay, you guys? So what's on the other side of that? The Ace of Swords. So for the following week, from the 5th until about the 9th, um, <clears throat> I pulled the Ace of Swords, which is new energy in the mental suit. It is new beliefs coming through, new ideas, new ways of thinking. It's all of this new energy that has the space now to come in because you've shed what wasn't working. And when we shed the things that are weighing us down, it creates space for new 
things to come in. And so I love seeing this card for the second half of this week because it is just a really beautiful gift of spirit. When we are in the energy of an ace, we've already done all of the hard work of moving ace through 10 and we are ready to start over again. So the only work to do for this after the new moon on the 4th is just to be open and receptive to new ideas, new opportunities. Don't try to push it. Don't try to force it. Turn your palms up and affirm to the universe that you are ready to receive. And then look out for it. It may come in a different form than you expect, in different timing, in a different way. Just keep your eyes open and be ready to step in to this new, new. All right, you guys, that's your energetic forecast for the next few weeks. Again, my name is Holly Ramey, and this is Tarot Talk. This is our second episode. I am so enjoying creating this platform for you guys. And if you could help me get it out into the world, subscribe on the channel you listen to, give me a five-star review, rate it, share it on your social channels, share it with your friends, anything that can help me get it out there, I would be super, super grateful. I hope you guys are loving Taurus season, getting super earthy and grounded, and I will connect with you in a few weeks. Take care. Thank you.